As always, today's podcast is sponsored by Fire Facilities, makers of reliable, all-American steel fire training structures built the way you train. Fire Facilities towers, burn rooms, and mobile units help you prepare to respond and survive. Welcome back to 3.5 Fighter. Tonight's guest is a very good friend of mine, Scott Wallace. Now, Scott has been in the fire service for 30 years. 16 of that has been at Dayton Fire in Ohio. He's been a lieutenant for the past five years, done two stints in training. He's currently in training right now. He is an excellent ISFSI instructor, and that's where I met him. And he's just downright good guy. With all that being said, I hope you enjoy the episode. Lieutenant Scott Wallace. Nah, busy week, man. Busy, busy. I bet. So welcome back to 3.5 Fighter. Today, my guest, as you heard in the intro, is my buddy, my blood, my brother, Scott Wallace from Dayton Fire. Buddy, cheers to you. Yes, sir. Mm -mm. So they've listened in the intro about you being a Dayton firefighter, a training officer. They've read, they've heard uh, that you're the duck. They've heard that your ISF science instructor, you do all the good things. You're somebody I care deeply about, one of my favorite people, man. How's it going up there in Dayton? Yeah, it's good. Nice and cool today. Is it? You uh, uh, Tell me about uh, your fire department. How big is that? So it's a, uh, we have 12 stations, mm-hmm. four, four ladder trucks, eight engines, uh, eight medic units. Got any quints? Uh, any of those trucks quints? Uh, they all have pumps, but uh, we we don't run the quint operations. Our trucks operate as a as a truck. So you don't really ever use them as a quint at all, like first aid. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, they'll, they'll they'll pull hand lines. Yeah, they'll they'll do that. But uh, you know, but we try to stay focused in. You know, the the truck does truck work, and uh, you know, the engine does engine work. But I love that idea. We have a truck. We have two quints. One, but one's called truck one. One's called quint two. And my issue, not that anybody asked, but my issue is the quint never really knows a hundred percent what they're going to be. Right? They don't know yeah. if they're going on a run as a truck or they're going on a run as a engine. And um, plus, they make all the medical runs, so that truck gets beat up a lot. Um, so I'm kind of you know. But the other one is a truck. But it just does truck work. So they know when they go out, they're just going to be doing truck work. I feel like it's kind of uh, almost, not only my opinion, but I feel like it's kind of uh, a little much to ask a company to wait till the run comes in to decide if they should be a truck or an engine. That's my thought. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and like our first new truck, they know they're, you know, the, the, the captain on that truck is inside division. And, mm-hmm. you know, their, their, their primary work is, you know, forcible entries, uh, you know, primary search, you know, doing the inside stuff and then all working fires gets a second truck and they're outside truck work, you know, control utilities and, uh, you know, other tasks, you know, that are required. Uh, first engine is always the attack engine. Second engine, uh, supply. We back down for our supply lines and mm-hmm. third engine usually, you know, is support and, uh, third engine is, uh, the, the operators usually AO. What about, um, yeah. RIT? do you have dedicated RIT or do you? Yeah. Yeah. They're, no, they're, yeah. RIT, RIT, or we use the RIT, but yeah. Um, it could be that third engine or, uh, you know, the district chief could request a, uh, 
you know, additional apparatus to, to be assigned to, uh, to RIT. Are there anything like, so you're in the training division, right? Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. I like that. Uh, oh, oh I had to throw me, that sir. in. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, as a training uh, officer, do, is there any time that you would be called out to a fire for any reason whatsoever? Um, I mean, we're, we, you know, we listen, you know, when we're there Monday through Friday, um, if something, and we, we can, if it's something noteworthy of, uh, you know, that we could gain for training, we could go, um, you know, recalls, we're, we're subject to recalls, um, mm-hmm. for, for staffing, or it could be, you know, if, uh, whatever logistical support could be needed, you know, within the city as well. So yeah, we're, we're subject to it, but, uh, it's not like we, we get assigned to the actual incident, but, uh, yeah, we, a lot of times, um, you know, we'll, we'll go and, you know, you know, kind of document, especially if it's, you know, a second alarm fire, we'll, we'll definitely get involved with that. Yeah, I'll go, uh, as training officer, I will go from time to time as, uh, and I usually show up and just ask the battalion chief what they want. Usually it's some type of safety role, or maybe if it's a big enough place, they have me, you know, be a division guy. Um, so, you know, it's kind of hit or miss for me as well. It's always fun as a training officer, though, to see how your guys are handling the fires and doing everything they're supposed to be doing based on what you teach them. So I'm assuming everything you teach in your academy and all your firefighters is done 100 percent perfectly on the fire ground every time. Yeah, that you know, you know that's not the correct answer, but yes, I mean <laughs> yes, I uh, that. that. But yeah, I mean you you want to say that yes that it's being done, but you know things get said, things get done, and then we'll uh, you know if if it gets critiqued, you know we can uh, you know if it's a big incident requires like a like a PIA, then you know that we definitely get involved with that, and you know add the training component to it, um, you know. You, you don't want to sit there Monday morning quarterback going in as training, but you know, you, you pick up stuff, take pictures and, you know, and then, you know, guys don't like to be, Oh, you didn't do this. You didn't do that. But, right. um, you know, you, you can take it and then use it as a, if it was something major, then, you know, it, it can be addressed, you know, but we don't, we don't jump over, you know, the, the district chief runs our district and, you know, we have a district chief of the training center that, you know, hit, you know, it's handled internally that way. But, um, mm-hmm. For the most part, like you know, we'll we'll pick up stuff. You know, if we see stuff, take pictures. We have to take video, and uh, use it as lesson learned stuff. That's good. That's good. So it's not really yeah. a, a punishment kind of thing. It's more like, yeah. hey guys, here's how we can enhance our skills. You know, build on the skills we yeah. have. And if people aren't, by the way, if you're listening to the podcast, you got to go to YouTube and watch the video uh, and look at his awesome shirt. It's a three point firefighter <laughs> shirt, and then behind him he has his uh, helmet that he travels with when I teach with him. And it's a glorious, glorious Taylor 10. And uh, we are part of a secret society. uh, And he is known as the duck. There it is. He's showing it. (laughs) I, of course, because of my majesty and and how glorious I am, I am the Eagle. And then we have Jesse Marcotte, who's been on here before. He is the Falcon. And we have a new addition to our secret bird society. Who's that? And what's his nickname? Oh, Sean Biggins. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And what'd you name what it? Well, what do we do? We said the hawk, right? We got him the hawk because there was a hawk yeah. flying over him. Yeah, right yeah. over, right at our last class up in uh, Michigan. Yeah, the, it was just kind of like we were like all, 
you know, the other two days trying to come up with it. And, you know, you kind of said, well, I got to do it. And then it was just kind of there. It's just perfect, happened. right? Yeah. It was just like, well, that, okay, well, we got to do it. That That's how you got your name, though. So we were training. I think we were in Olathe. Is that right, Kansas? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, so Scott is an excellent instructor, and he really loves throwing water, moving hoses, and uh, teaching the UL studies. And uh, I always get a kick out of watching. First time I think I taught with him uh, was water mapping. But anyway, I'll never forget the, the smoke is theater smoke, but it came pouring out of the bottom. And here comes Scott walking, soaking wet. You could tell his the inside of his toenails were wet because there was so much water. And he had <laughs> yeah, this big sure. smile like a like a kid on Christmas. And I'm like, oh, shit, he's the duck. And then, <laughs> of course... On the shield that he has, it says the duck, but at the bottom, there's always a little tagline. Everybody's got a specific tagline. His is an Andy Fredericks quote, as the first line goes, so goes the fire. And I couldn't help but think mm-hmm. that when I, when uh, you became the duck. Yeah. Well, th- that day also. Greatest moment of your that, life, probably, right? Oh, oh no. Well, I don't know. All the way back to probably Indy, the first time we met when, you know, that was, you know, when we did our very first uh, basic fire class. That was probably the best time. Oh, that's but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But. <laughs> but I mean, besides that day, uh, you know, in Alathea, it was like, I mean, it rained, so we were already wet, and then we just uh, yep. we'll just flow a bunch of water. So keep getting wetter, man. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen a pattern, and let me ask you this: so you go around the country. I know I, I work with you a lot. What do you think the common problem that you see? And I'm not bashing on anybody, but when you're teaching, you know, like water mapping and hose movement and all that, what do you think? What do you see? What's your common problem that you're seeing across the country? Um, it's, it, it comes back to the, the lack of not knowing where the water's going, you know, the, right. the, 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 the shock that everybody sees like, Oh, I never thought of that. Like, I never thought that of water, you know, the momentum carrying like that and, and all the way to like, yeah, I, I did a three skid fire in a, in a, in a burn room and that that's how I was taught to, to put out fire and right. not having the, you know, the training, you know, which it wasn't there. I mean, the studies weren't there when, you know, myself and you yourself that, you know, we didn't, we didn't have that study. The, the studies right. weren't there. And, and the, the, the technique, I mean, you know, when you, when you introduce and everybody's, you know, if it's, if it's, you know, combination nozzle, you know, smoothbore nozzle, whatever it's, you know, when you sit and show them like the techniques, you know, they're like, Oh, I never thought of that. Common problem is just the, the, the lack of getting, educated on the new research you know mm-hmm. if i wasn't involved in the society i like i don't know if i would have found the research as much as you know i wasn't a research guy i'm a i'm a right i'm a get my hands dirty type of guy and like but then when it got introduced to me and you know it was like wow really eye-opening for me and then when we deliver these classes it's like yeah like i get where you were at you know and I feel that. I mean, I know how you feel, but like, this is good stuff. Like this is stuff that you really need to incorporate in your department and, and get the message out. And the importance part of us is when we teach this and you, you know, all the, all the cadres that, that teach the, the water mechanics, water mapping stuff is mm-hmm. delivering the message. Right. And, 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 and it's not about like, Oh, you know, the, the smooth bore versus combination, blah, blah, blah. It's, that's not what it's about. What it's about yeah. is learning how to technique, how to how to move hose, you know, you know, airfields, those guys, all those, you know, that do that stuff. It's like, yeah, I mean, they they got it right. And it's like more and more of that needs to be 
be taught, you know, and, you know, with uh, ISFSI, it's like, you know, we get the opportunity to, to do a lot. And, you know, taking this message to a lot of departments is, is great that we can deliver up-to-date research and have our backing when we sit and, you know, do water mapping in the, in the, in the prop and everybody, everybody's eyes get wide open. Like, wow, I never thought of water going that way. I just want to put it on that red stuff. Right. You know, that, that, that's always the thing. Yeah. And that's the thing that we're fighting, um, you know, old, uh, old firefighters that are set in their ways. We're old firefighters sort of set in our ways, but like you said, we were, our eyes were open and, there's no way that you can read this research and not change your tactics, not ch- mm-hmm. change your strategy for your department. Mm-hmm. And if you're not doing it, you're putting people in harm's way. So the old, like one of the things that we teach and, and one of the things I love watching Scott teach so much is air and train. It's air and water is all it is. Air and water. Oh, yeah, air so water. Scott yeah. teaches how, you know, how air will drag uh, uh, or water will drag air behind it, a low pressure front behind it. And it's going to bring more and more air. The idea of spraying through a fire and hitting the back wall is useless. Having mm-hmm. to a steep angle at the ceiling and then raining it down and you're coating all the surfaces evenly, contracting those gases, which is what we want. We want to contract those gases quickly because they're going to be replaced by cool air and almost always on the bottom. And that's where our victims are. Mm-hmm. So it's it's great information you go to fsri.org i believe yeah and there's free training and it's all the studies so the isfsi basically is sort of an informal branch education branch of the fsri that do all the studies and then scott and i get to go out with a bunch of fantastic instructors Mm -hmm. and go some great places uh, and teach this stuff so for us we teach it over and over and over and it's always the same results right so when we teach water mapping or air entrainment, we're never surprised. Everything happens exactly the same way every time. It's science. So if you're out there listening and you're like, I don't know about that bullshit, Mm. first off, you're wrong. (laughs) And second off, get educated. Get educated. You know, take care of your company. Take care of your district. Take care of your department. Learn the stuff. Uh, It's the real deal. Um, Was there any any time, like when you were teaching the Scott, any of the stuff, basement fire, 1700, any of that stuff that you were still kind of questioning it a little bit, or were you all in as soon as you saw the data? No, like, I mean, the, the, the first basement fire, uh, that I did, uh, it was in Ohio and like, you know, I kind of got thrown to that. And I mean, um, you know, and I had done, um, the videos that, uh, Brad French made, um, well, my crew, when I was in company, we made the videos for his part of the, the water mapping. And I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, that, that kind of how, like it all kind of started like that. I got that experience. And then, you know, Brad's one that got me in this society and, and, you know, owe it to him to where I'm at today. Um, and you know, like, so when I went to that first class and Brad's like, oh yeah, you know what to do with this water map, you know? And then, you know, that first one, I was like, okay, like, you know, what's the best way to teach this, you know, like, and, uh, you know, cause every place we go is different. And until you go to setup day and you're just kind of like, okay, uh, what I got to work with. Right. You know, and then you just kind of come up with it. I remember the first day, you know, we, we, we went to the dollar store and bought a bunch of uh, plastic Tupperware to show them how much can it water we was containing. And then like it built up to like, okay, I got five gallon buckets. And then, then we got to the point where, 
it's like, hey, we need to get some smooth surfaces so they can see the momentum and, you know, watch the water, you know, and like, because a lot of the, you know, places we go on is either, you know, a uh, concrete wall, which had the smooth surface or like the, the inside of uh, uh, panels of fire facilities, you know, like, uh, you know, could have, uh, yeah, that's why I was giving a <laughs> plug right back here. But, uh, I like it, you know, bro. like, I like it. you take care yeah, of me. Yeah. But, you know, like, you you know, and it just kind of built, you know, and it just kind of like once, uh, you know, you know, just the, just like anything else, going out and teaching, you learn as much as they're learning, right? I mean, every, yep. every single one, every single one of those, I brought something back and then made it better the next time. And that's where I think like, and then having everybody engaged, like supporting each other when we go teach makes mm -hmm. it. And then we all kind of got our, like our own niche. I mean, I, I wish we could continue with like Basin Fire and 1700 both. It was like, I felt like we were rolling. I mean, every one we did was, was getting better, you know? Absolutely. And, yeah. You know, and then, and then the grant runs out and, yeah. you know, like we just, uh, we just did the very last NFPA 1700 for this year under the grant. And we were in, we were, okay. So we're not yeah. just outside Detroit. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. we're at Northville. We, so we were, we were, see, we were just outside of uh, Detroit's just outside of Northville. That's how yeah. we should say it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we were rolling through that stuff and everybody was clicking. Everybody, uh, we were picking up what we needed to pick up for the other person. Mm -hmm. It was fantastic. And then it's like, well, all right, now we're moving on to the next one, which is going to be uh, engine company operations, yeah. water mapping again, uh, host room mechanics, I guess, but that's going to be exciting. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, you're right. You know, you get this rhythm going and quality classes. I really think, um, I really think that our basement fire class is absolutely one of the best in the country. And I'm hoping that we're going to start offering that. Yeah. Uh, and then 1700, I, I'm still running into people and say, well, I've never heard of NFPA 1700. Yeah. And I'm like, got to check it out, brother. Especially if you're a training officer, you got to check it out. Absolutely. And and they get, they get scared away by NFPA and like they don't read into it. And it's like, well, actually, you know, you know, we're not saying this is standard, you know, when we sit and tell them, Hey, this is stuff we've been doing. It's just under one guide, you know, like it, it's, it's like NFBA 1700. Oh God, we, you know, we don't follow all the standards. Right. And so they just like, well, I'm not taking that class. We, we, we can't follow it. Well, in reality, it's everything that we do already. It's just, it's just honing the skills and then adding the, yep. the, the research with it. You know, when it, if it comes from, you know, search ventilation, uh, you know, even the, the, the IC position on the outside, you know, um, a couple of our classes, some people like didn't even really even think about doing the 360 with the camera, you know, like, oh, you know, and, uh, you know, Jesse does a great job with that part. And it's like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot, you know, and that that's probably the biggest thing when it comes to fire services is getting people to keep buying in. You know, you know, we all say, you know, oh, we don't want to change. I don't want to change, blah, blah, blah. But the reality, I mean. The, our our service is a living document. You you cannot just stop. You can't just okay. That's it. I got my card. I'm 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 going to go fight fire. You no, know, it, it's a it's a game changer. The buildings change. You know our PPE changes. Our tactics change. I mean, you know you know your manning Preach. changes. What whatever whatever you got. I mean everything changes, and every department's different. But if there's the standard of hey we should do this. No, it's uh, it's it's not slicers. It's not this. It's exterior water application. Okay, you can still call it what you want. 
but <laughs> yeah, I mean, you still can, you can still call it whatever you, whatever you, you know, transitional tech, but in the standard, it says exterior water application. Okay. Right. And, and, and what are we doing? We're making it more tenable, making it more tenable for us, you know, the victims, you know, we're putting them first and it, the studies have shown that, you know, that it's, it's not pushing fire. It's, it's not, no. you know, killing people by doing it. We're, we're making it more tenable. I mean, there, you know, some of those videos that we show when we teach these classes, it's like, just watch this, just watch these videos. Mm-hmm. You know, that one out, uh, Florida that we, uh, uh, Fort Walton beach, I think is what the one where they show that Shannon Stone's brother. I yeah. think it's Shannon Stone's brother. I think that the VES one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. That I mean, that is. I mean, you want to you want to see like a lot of the things we talk about between you know uh, transitional tech, uh, exterior water application, what you want to call it, and then you look at how they they go in, you know, belly in, they do the search, they stay low, communicate. I mean, all the stuff that you you hear from day one of like recruit classes, like okay, that captain's still doing their, they're all still doing their job, and and then when they bring the victim out, they did everything right. And, uh, yep. you know, we've, we've, we preached that how many times when we taught that class and it's like, Hey, that's good stuff. I mean, that, that shows you, you know, and then the little tricks of the trade of, um, you know, Hey, w- one guy's masking up, the other one's flowing water, mask up and go, you know, that the, just yeah. those little quick tidbits that, you know, helps people. Well, I'll tell you, know, you what, I, what, what grinds my gears is, uh, idiots. And I'm going to call you an idiot. If you're listening to this and going, Hey, that's me. Hey, you're probably an idiot. If you, are kind of person that sit, does that hit it hard from the yard, you know, uh, transitional tactic for me, I ain't fighting fire from the outside. Nobody. I tell you what, you watch two minutes of a three hour movie and think you've got the plot. Cause that ain't it, brother. It ain't about yeah. fighting fire from the outside. It's about using to reach your stream, making more tenable for the uh, victim and then getting in there and doing your job. Now you would never in a burning building, go past fire. You put it out. You don't walk past fire. Why would you do it outside? And if you apply that water in a, in a in a certain way, it's going to be better for the victims. Now, if you if you don't want to do that because you want to go in and feel the heat and all that, please get out of the fire service because you're not a fireman. Firemen take care of victims, and that's ego. Ego is like fuck that big fire. I'm, I'm gonna go inside and get it. No, man, don't be that guy. You're you're now putting at risk, little Johnny in the Spider Man pajamas on the ground because you want to prove what a badass you are. Yeah. Put water in, put water in the window. If you got the opportunity, cool that area, contract those gases, make it better for your victims. But if you're one of those boner firemen, brothers, just do, go, go be a cop or something. If you're all about the ego, go be a cop because that ain't <laughs> it, brother. We're here yeah. for them, period, flat, yeah. full stop, end of story. We're here for them. And if that means we got to spray a little bit of water on the outside where we're doing a 360 and make things better, let's do that shit. It could drop the floor temperature hundreds of degrees. Yeah, you can absolutely. save people's fucking lives, mm-hmm. but I get I get on a soapbox sometimes, Scott. Sorry, I mean I I hate, I, I hate this firemen. Well, you know, and and I've had like scenes. I, I one really sticks out in my head where we had a truck delayed getting there. And we had a boarded up two story wood frame, and uh, we had uh, we had fire heavy fire on the second floor, and so you know engine company we we don't carry saws in our engines, but so uh, I had one guy forcing the door with the uh, hand tools and then the other guys flowing water from the outside. Uh, the time the, the, uh, the second cruise got there, uh, you know, we made entry done it and they're like, man, I thought you guys had a lot of fire. It's like, yeah, we did. We just put a lot of it out. And, you know, and honestly you could actually see like the line of demarcation, like exactly where it stopped. It was pretty impressive. Oh, really? I mean, Oh yeah. Yeah. 
the only thing that there, there was a there was a knee wall uh, that you could see where it it still had a hot spot at. But I mean, it was a perfect like when you're talking about that exterior application making a ten will making it making a difference. That was a good one, and we've really our department has really went to uh, making those type of you know attacks. I mean, we it's not uncommon. Uh, the I wasn't on it uh, a week or so ago. They they had a they had a really good uh, two store uh, a row apartment fire, and uh, they did a great job. And it makes you feel good because it was some of the recruits I just had uh, did a Ooh, like a yeah. second floor. They they did an exterior uh, hit, and when they went in, I mean, it was like boom, knocked it down like right now. And uh, so you know, and that stuff like I get some of that stuff. Uh, you know, Brad French goes out; he's the PIO, and he takes photos and stuff. And he was telling me some stuff about that, and he says it was exactly like what we talk about. And, you know, that if we would have had a video, it would have been like, you know, perfect to show. So, but <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard. You know, you get set in your ways when you, you're yeah. an older firefighter and you kind of mentioned this earlier and I want to touch back on it. Okay. You said, you know, you don't get your card and go, boom, mm-hmm. I'm a fireman now. Yeah. Right. Any certification you get firefighter one, firefighter two, fire officer one, two, three, four, whatever it is, whatever certification you get in the fire service, it's not a finish line. It's the starting point. It's a license to learn. It doesn't mean you're now the perfect rope rescue guy or the perfect firefighter fire or firefighter one or two guy. That means you've put in the effort to start your career. And if you're one of those firefighters and you don't, you don't keep up on your skill set and you don't keep learning and driving and pushing and, and teaching others, you're not a fireman. I'm sorry. You're a city employee. Our job, our job demands, our job demands that we constantly learn, we constantly care, and we put our citizens first. Yeah. And uh, that's what we need to keep in mind. Now, now I will say this. Anybody listening to my podcast for any amount of time knows I've been a big bag of shit at work before. <laughs> I went through a period where I felt like, you know, I'm settled in. I'm a, I'm a, I, I know everything. I'm, I'm good for any run. I actually remember, this is no shit, Scott. I remember at my worst, when I was the biggest piece of shit mutt firefighter you ever saw, I remember thinking, I don't have to learn anymore. I remember thinking that thought like, man, this is nice to be this part of my career that I can handle any emergency now. I truly thought that. That's pretty arrogant if you look, go back and look at that, but it's a truth. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. And then I started getting more and more into training, more and more into learning. And then the big shift for me came when I just put it all in perspective. I'm not here for me. I'm not here for even anybody in the fire, in the fire department. I'm here for the victims for the patients, for the people outside the fire department. And if you change your perspective on that, it you can't help but move into a better fire career. But yeah, to your point earlier, you don't just, you don't stop learning, right? Yeah. Who wants to go to a, a cardiologist that's, you know, said, you know, I got, I got my uh, certificate about 30 years ago. Hey, let me cut your chest open. Fuck no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want yeah. somebody that stays on top of shit. Well, and I mean, you know, with, if, with the changes of things, I mean, if it's, between, you know, if your department changes hose load, changes air packs and, you know, uh, changes apparatus, changes tactics, whatever it is. I mean, just that stuff in itself is something you you, you should, you know, be staying up on all the time. You know, mm. uh, if you're changing uh, high rise loads or, you know, high rise operations, whatever. But, you know, if, if you're not willing and everything's a fight, which, you know, a lot of departments run into that, like, oh, that's. I, I'm just that, that's I'm not doing the, you know, this way I was taught and this is what we're doing. And, you know, and that, that, that's always, I mean, I'm, you know, everybody has that, you know, every department and it, it's the delivery that is how you do it.
That's part one with my brother from another mother, Scott Wallace. Be sure to listen next Monday for part two. Our podcast today was sponsored by Fire Facilities. This Made in America company is dedicated to constructing top quality custom training structures to meet your needs. Make your training count with all steel structures that are made to last. Visit firefacilities.com for more details.